0: Welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness, where we explore health, fitness, transitioning and queer life from beyond the binary. Proudly brought to you by Fearless Movement Collective, the home of queer fitness and health. And here's your host, Bowie Stover. Hi there, welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness. This is episode 20. My name is Bowie Stover, my pronouns are they, them, and I am plopping stoked to have you join me. This show is recorded on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty never was and never will be ceded. I pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. I know the last few episodes have been focused on many of the challenges that our community currently faces. and I think it's super important that we have these conversations and raise the topics too often microaggressions and open aggression are simply allowed to slip by or they're avoided or they're ignored. And it can seem easier at the time, but it's only allowing those perpetrators of harm to continue to cause harm. And this is definitely not limited to people who express views that are transphobic or homophobic and views that are harmful just to the LGBTQIA community. And having these hard conversations should not be limited to just these single experiences that we have as individuals. There are currently some big, big conversations happening around the world about systemic racism and the abuse of people of colour. And it's about time white folks stepped up. We must hold ourselves accountable for the racism that we perpetrate and perpetuate within the current systems, which are totally designed in our favour. And it's not going to be easy. It's not going to feel comfortable. And it's okay to feel uncomfortable about this. We should feel uncomfortable. This has gone on for so long. This harm that is spread through communities, whether it's intentional or unintentional, it is there. And growth happens when we challenge ourselves to work through the discomfort. And this discomfort is nothing in comparison to what black and brown people face on a daily basis. We need to remember that. We need to recognize that. And while these are such important issues, I wanted to take some time today to talk about something a little more individual, because I think it's really important that we work on ourselves, because we can't shape change unless we work on ourselves. And the better we can understand ourselves and connect deeply with ourselves, the better We can be at just being people. Because if we understand ourselves, we can understand others. So in this episode, we're going to have a deeper look at connecting with our bodies. And I know I've shared about this in episode four, when I shared my experiences of developing connection with my body through physical activity. And it is totally a way to do it. But there are other ways. And I wanted to spend some more time looking at exactly How you can begin to build a connection with your body that doesn't necessarily involve hopping up and starting physical activity or training, because there are so many ways we can do it. And I really just want to share those ways with you, just break it down a bit. See, it's one thing to just talk about connecting with our bodies, but it's a totally other thing when it comes to actually taking the steps to create that connection. I get it. It can be really easy to switch off from feeling our bodies. And it's so common with folks from the trans and gender diverse community not wanting to experience that dysphoria, not wanting to notice those parts of our bodies that cause so many hard feelings. It can be really common and that switching off makes it really hard to connect with our bodies again when we do think, well, maybe I can learn something from myself by looking inwards. And when we spend really long periods of time not wanting to acknowledge our body, it becomes even harder. It's like if we don't use the connections in our body, if we don't develop the connections in the body, then we lose them. Same goes for movement. Same goes for like functionality. When we don't develop these things, our bodies don't really know how to do them. (laughs) So it can feel really strange at first. And feel uncomfortable, you might feel like you're not even doing it. You don't even know how to do it. And that's okay. Because the more we connect with what feelings are going on in our bodies, and I'm talking about emotional feelings, I'm talking about physical feelings, I'm talking about all of it, because it's all within us. The more we can connect with those, the more we can begin to do things that help our bodies. And therefore, it helps our hearts and it helps our minds. And we just begin to feel better in general. We start to learn more about ourselves. We start to grow as people and that is a huge thing and it's really important. Change is uncomfortable, change is weird and awkward and unfamiliar but change is the most important thing that we can focus on as we live our lives. If we are always going to be stuck in one point of view, doing one thing, then we're never going to have the opportunity to experience how else things could be, how else we could be, how else the world could be. So being able to notice what's going on in our bodies has heaps of benefits and it helps us to live intuitively. And by that, I mean, it helps us to live in a way that helps us to feel good. And I don't just mean like quick fix, feel good. I'm talking about it's something that's good for us. Long-term, it's good for the people around us and it's good for the greater good because that's what is most important. That we're not just finding those little quick fixes that may momentarily feel good, but then afterwards, we may leave us feeling like really shit. And I'm pretty certain that we've all had those experiences where we've thought we've wanted something and we've done the thing. And then afterwards, we're like, oh, this really doesn't feel great, actually. I feel, I feel all these other things now that don't make me feel that good. So understanding how we can Take actions, make choices, and live in ways that help us to feel good long-term and live by being able to understand how things make us feel is super important. See, there are many ways we can begin to practice connecting with our bodies. And developing that connection with our bodies can help us experience gender euphoria as we explore our identities during transition. If we don't have any connection with our bodies, we can't feel the good I mean, yes, we can't feel the bad, but we miss out on all the good stuff that we can feel as well. We just miss out on everything. So it's really important that as we develop a connection with the bodies, we can learn more about ourselves and we can better understand who we are and have those good feelings. And those good feelings help create more good feelings because it's not always going to be bad feelings. I know sometimes it may feel like all you've got in you is bad feelings or not very nice feelings, but that's not true because good stuff is there. And it's about developing the connections with that that helps to shape change. See, developing connection with our bodies helps us to understand which practices we have that help us feel good physically and which ones cause us to feel not so good physically. And it helps us take care of ourselves. Now, this may seem really terrifying or even hard to imagine connecting with your body. And that's totally okay. When we've intentionally taken steps to separate ourselves like that that kind of mind part from our physical part it can seem really hard to bridge that gap so taking time to truly be present in ourselves can be really confronting and it takes being truly present in yourself to start to develop that connection with yourself physically with yourself emotionally this is why it's good to start small as with anything that we're learning for the first time and we're new to, or maybe we know a little bit, but we're a bit unfamiliar, starting slow. Sure, there's that end goal in mind of, you know, this is how I want to be. Ultimately, I would love to be connected with my body. But you're not going to get straight there. The same way when you start training, you're not like, I want to be exactly what this goal I have I'm working towards. I want to be that. Well, You can be, but that takes time. And anything that's worth doing is worth the time. If it's going to get you where you want to be, then it's worth the time. But it will be slow. And that's okay. And It's not always going to be easy. And you may not always get it right. And that is all part of it. And that's how you create better understanding of yourself, both physically and emotionally. See, you can begin to start developing that connection with yourself by practicing little small things that just take uh, just a moment out of your day it doesn't have to be a long time it doesn't have to be a drawn out process just stopping and taking a moment and asking yourself how am i feeling and then taking notice of that and this could be how you're feeling physically it could be how you're feeling emotionally just ask yourself how are you feeling like do you feel energetic are you feeling tired grumpy anxious and just noticing what you're feeling because all of those feelings will usually come with a physical sensation in the body somewhere It blew my mind when I learned that. (laughs) That, And when you can recognize what you're feeling and then connect it with the sensation that you may be experiencing in your body as well, it's just like, oh, wow. Okay, I get this. Here's a little thing I understand about myself a little bit more. And to start with, it can be a bit challenging trying to figure out maybe if you are even having uh, any sort of physical sensation with an emotion. Because when we spend so long not feeling things, it's hard to kind of, tell where things are in our bodies it really is so finding the areas that connects with the feeling can be an interesting little practice and it's super helpful in teaching you little things about your body that you may not have noticed so for example when i am feeling anxious i have a sensation of tightness in my throat or when i'm feeling a hurt i experience like this heavy feeling In front of my chest, it's not like physically on my body. It feels like it's a little bit out in front of my body, but I get this kind of heavy feeling just out front of my chest. Or When I'm feeling happy, I experience these warm kind of energetic sensations that seem to radiate across my chest and down my arms, and it feels like it comes from deep inside my body. But it's taken me a really long time to recognize that I have physical sensations when I feel things and then identify what the feeling is that I'm even having and languaging that and then connecting what the sensation is that I'm having because it's all so different and our bodies can feel a lot. (laughs) And And I know I've had this conversation with Zay a lot. I feel like I have really big feelings. I feel a lot of stuff. And I feel a lot of stuff in my body. And sometimes it can be overwhelming because I have big emotions and I express them and it can be really challenging to allow myself to feel them, but also not get caught up in them. And that's that's all part of this learning experience and this part of connecting with your body because when you can start understanding how these physical sensations are connected to our emotions, we have a better opportunity to recognize things that are coming up for us and give ourselves understanding and give ourselves care and it's also not necessarily just going to be about feelings and physical sensations as well it can be about exploring just ways that you can move your body to help develop the connection I like to give myself little challenges of moving certain parts of my body without anything else moving so I'll challenge myself and be like okay Bowie move just your little toe and i'll stare at my little toe and it's even like trying to get my brain to speak to my little toe like it feels like it's really far away (laughs) but just trying to figure out exactly what it takes just to get only my little toe to move because when we don't have those connections with our body parts our brain doesn't quite know how to function our parts it's a, it's really entertaining because it can be such an interesting experience to be like wow I literally don't know how to move that part of my body and I love finding those those body parts and challenging myself to figure out how to move them and this is a really fun and just light way of starting to explore how you can connect and control your body if you want to try something other than your little toe, I also give myself a challenge of just squeezing one butt and not the other side and see if I can just separate like my right butt from my left butt and I'll challenge myself with that. Or I try and move just one side of my mouth, one side of my top lip, but not the other side or one eyebrow, but not the other eyebrow. <laughs> All these little things, right? And sometimes it can feel so bizarre because you don't even necessarily know how to move them so it's a great place to start if you were to take up like a little challenge like I'm doing and say I want to move just my little toe you may find you actually don't have the understanding of how to even move that body part and it's not intentional it just happens because how often are we required to move just our little toes I mean we're not (laughs) unless we're doing one of these little challenges where we can connect start connecting our our minds with little parts in our bodies But try it out because it's really fun. And it's not all about things being challenging. It's not all about things being really heavy. It can be lighthearted. And the funner it is for you and the, the more enjoyment you can find in these strange little challenges, the more you may be inclined to do them. But even though they're fun, they're also helping to develop this really neat little connection with parts of your body that you may not have explored before. And that means you're learning something new about yourself. And then we all win. When we learn stuff about ourselves, it means we can grow and we can evolve and we can become someone a little bit different, maybe someone a little bit more understanding of who we are inside. And who knew that just moving your little toe by itself could have the ability to do that? (laughs) But it's true. But it's all about taking the time to notice. And it's so easy to not notice these little things, especially when we've intentionally taken the time to avoid noticing (laughs) so just take it slow take it easy so if you are taking a moment to notice where you're having a feeling in your body based on how you're feeling emotionally like it can be enlightening and it can be a really interesting experience but just be gentle with yourself so if noticing where an emotion shows up in your body isn't your jam if you Think about that and go, oh, no, no, thank you. Totally okay. Instead, you could try just spending a minute, like doing a little scan of your body, starting at your head and working your way down through your body and just noticing how you're feeling physically in each part of yourself. It doesn't have to have any sort of emotional connection. It can simply be in this present moment. Say, in this present moment, I feel a little bit tight in my shoulders Uh, My arms are feeling kind of relaxed. I can feel some pressure on the backs of my arms where my hands are resting on the desk. I'm sitting and I feel a little bit more pressure on the left side of my butt than my right side of my butt. So it's about like going through that little process and literally just noticing exactly what is being felt in your body in this very moment. So you may notice as you scan that you're feeling The same sort of tightness in your shoulders and neck. Like it's super common. (laughs) Or perhaps you're noticing some unevenness or, you know, one side compared to the other feels different. And that's a cool thing to notice. It doesn't mean anything good or bad. It just is what is currently happening and it is something that you are physically experiencing. So there's noticing our bodies. It can be added also pretty much any activity or practice that you're doing. And you can gradually begin to build your confidence in exploring how you can expand on what you're taking notice of. So starting small with the stuff that you can like physically feel uh, like as in if you're sitting and noticing the sensations of sitting, it's a really cool way to start because it's easy. Like we spend a lot of time sitting and you can do it for like 30 seconds. It really doesn't have to be for a long time or anything like that. But it's just about having that willingness to start opening some sort of awareness on how you're feeling your body. And once you've built that a little bit and, you know, maybe you want to explore it a little bit more, you could apply it to any situation. You could apply noticing how you're feeling physically or how you're moving or what you're touching while you're making a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or a drink, noticing the sensation of drinking a glass of water. Like, how does that feel? What does the sensation feel like? Have you ever ever actually taken the time to take notice of exactly how it feels to have a drink of water? Because that's a really cool thing. And you may notice the way that, you know, you hold the glass, the way that you raise it to your lips, how it feels to swallow, the sensation of the water traveling down into your stomach, like all these things. You could even take the time to choose something like how you feel after you've eaten a meal, noticing if certain foods cause you to feel differently in your body. So some foods may cause you to feel lethargic or bloated. Others may leave you feeling like nicely full or energized Taking notice of that is really neat. Every time you take notice of that, it's going to develop that connection with you, that physical you. And exploring all the ways that practices that we have influence our body and how they make us feel. It doesn't have to be an emotional feelingsy thing. It can just literally be physical sensation. How do I feel physically in my body right now? And when we can understand us, and understand ourselves, our deeper selves, our physical selves, our emotional selves, then we have the capacity to show understanding to other people. If we can't understand ourselves, we cannot possibly hope to understand someone else. So, building a connection with your body isn't limited to just noticing it while you practice a physical activity, it's just one activity that can help develop and strengthen the connection. So explore the ways that work for you. I found that training was a great way for me to develop that connection, but I also use many other ways of just noticing where I'm at, noticing how I'm feeling, noticing what's coming up for me. Physical activity was just that starting point. So find your starting point. You may be thinking, have a up am I going to do that? And I can't even fathom exactly what you're talking about or it feels too uncomfortable. that's okay. Start with where you're at. I'm going to give you some actual steps that you can follow to help develop the connection. Because you may be wondering, like, how the problem is supposed to do that? It just feels a little bit kind of wishy-washy or something that's a little bit unfathomable or uncomfortable or like, oh, I really don't know about that. (laughs) So Let's break it down into three small steps. Firstly... You need to find a moment where you can be free to focus without distractions because it's easy to avoid feeling what's going on with distractions and our brains are super great at distracting us i know i know from personal experience i don't i don't know if it happens with other people i'm sure it does but my brain is just like okay we're gonna focus right now and then within three seconds it's like oh this over here oh shiny thing it's like come on we're in this together brain so so really taking a moment and genuinely giving yourself just a small moment of time to focus without distractions is going to be super important to get you started secondly you're going to ask yourself two questions how am I feeling right now and what am I feeling right now and then you're going to take notice of the answer that your body gives you that is it and being open to experiencing whatever sensations or feelings come up is important here because you don't know you don't know what's going to come up you may just it may just be that you're like oh I'm actually feeling really tired today or I'm actually feeling a bit flat Okay, cool. Like I'm noticing that. And where am I feeling that? Oh, well, you know, my eyes are feeling a bit heavy. Cool. You've just succeeded in connecting with your body by taking that one moment to answer those two questions and you can carry on with your day. (laughs) It doesn't have to be something that's like drawn out or a big deal. You can literally be that. You can take 60 seconds to just do that. But the more you start to take that time to notice, the more often it happens. And it starts to happen without so much effort over time. But at first, it can be more of a challenge to have to remind yourself to do it. So it's important to be intentional with that moment of distraction-free time. Just to get yourself started into the habit of actually, instead of avoiding, noticing i like, oh, some stuff is coming up for me. Don't abort mission, friend. <laughs> I go, what am I feeling? Be curious. Not, not scared of it or concerned about having a feeling because it's, feelings are just feelings and they pass. All feelings pass. They, they really do. They're not permanent. And remember, it's okay to feel things. Even if they aren't good feelings at the time, we're not always going to feel good stuff, but we're not always going to feel bad stuff gonna fluctuate, can be whatever. And we need to allow ourselves to feel, otherwise all this stuff builds up in us. And it comes out in other ways that we may not want it to. Feeling is a huge opportunity that we have and it is what helps us grow if we can learn to connect with the feelings and understand them. Show ourselves understanding, show our bodies understanding. You know, our bodies are just here doing their thing. You know, it's our, it's our thinking mind inside our bodies that kind of function everything and cause the feelings and cause the thoughts and stuff. Our bodies themselves, they're going to do their thing regardless of what we want. <laughs> so there's a point where we're like, okay, body, body does its own thing. My my thinking brain can do a certain amount of things, but there's stuff I can't control within my body because bodies do what bodies do, right? And that's Okay. Now, if you're feeling like all of this is way too much and you're not sure about wanting to take time and actually asking yourself these questions, you could wind that back a little bit more and start by just taking a moment and finding an object and just holding it in your hand and just noticing how a thing feels in your hand. So, notice its surface like, is it hard? Is it soft? Is it squishy? Or what, what weight does it feel like in your hand? Like, is it heavy? Is it light? Is it dry or sticky or scratchy? Is it wet? Is it slippery? You know, all of these questions. What ways can you hold it in your hand? Can you turn it about and see how it feels different to touch? But starting by just holding a thing in your hand and bringing your attention to your hand and the feelings that you're having in your hand can be a super simple way to start. And it's going to be pretty safe just noticing an object. Sometimes we pick things up and we move things around and we touch things. But how often do we actually take the time to really observe what we're experiencing? And our hands have like a bazillion sensory points in them. Not a bazillion, that's unfactual, but a lot. (laughs) There's a lot of nerves in our hands because we lead with our hands. With everything that we do as humans, our hands do things first. So they are they are a great way for our body to communicate with things around us. We touch things. So use that because our brain is always open to talking to our hands about what we're touching. But maybe just take that time a little bit more and, and explore how things feel. It can be fun. Feel different things. Touch different things. I love to touch different things. Some things feel amazing. <laughs> I can't stop touching them. But... <laughs> You know, find those find those things that you enjoy touching and start there. Really ask yourself those questions about how it feels, what it feels like, all of that sort of stuff. It's building a connection. Regardless of the way that you do this, all of these things are gonna start helping connect you, your thinking mind with your physical body. And that is an invaluable thing. You can do this with any part of your body, really. I mean you could bring your attention to your foot. Think about how it feels. What's your foot feeling? What are you standing on? Is the ground smooth? Is it lumpy? Is it comfortable? How can you move your toes? If you've got shoes on, how many toes can you move? How does your shoe feel on your foot? Is it heavy? Is it hot? (laughs) Are your toes cold? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter exactly where you're bringing the attention to. Just bringing the attention to somewhere on your body and just noticing the sensations that you're having. That is what it's all about. It doesn't take much. But I guarantee you, it begins to build a connection with you and your body. And that's what's important. Because when we can connect with our bodies, we can start to do the things that help us feel good long-term, that are constructive and helpful and good feelings. And when we're doing things that are good for ourselves, we're more inclined to do things that are good for other people. And we're more inclined to do things that are good for the greater good. And then... We can all work better together. We can all live with more understanding of each other, with more care of each other. So let's have a look at what we've touched on today. Because we've looked at the importance of building a connection with our bodies and understanding that it's okay to feel the things we feel, whether it's physically, whether it's emotionally. We can't learn about ourselves if we avoid listening to what our bodies are telling us. We've explored three small steps that you can follow to help you slowly develop a connection with your body that isn't about physical activity. You don't have to go out into a training session. You can just challenge yourself to move only your little toe. (laughs) I dare you, friends. It is much harder than you may think. (laughs) But give yourself time to focus and honestly ask yourself how you're feeling, what you're feeling, and just be open to what your body is going to tell you. And we've looked at how you can use objects to touch to really kind of start small. It's a really great way to begin exploring how we can better understand our bodies. And you can find all the details of what I've talked about today in our show notes. And you can find out more about us or get in contact with us if you have questions by going to our website, www.fearlessmovement.co you can find us on Facebook as fearless movement collective you can check us out on instagram with non-gendered fitness as non underscore gendered underscore fitness fearless movement collective as fearless underscore movement underscore co or me Bowie as the dot yes until next week, friends. Remember, building a strong connection with ourselves helps us build better connections with other people. We can't give others what we can't give ourselves. So this means it's so important that we learn to understand who we are so that we can understand the people around us. Have a rad as day, pals.